an indolent, thoughtless, innocent sort of man that will be continually in scrapes, and that will not get forward with all his extraordinary talents unless somebody take him up and push him on. Creevy Papers Miss Pym awoke with a start and wondered for a moment where she was. She drew aside the bed hangings. The dull red glow of a dying fire on the hearth revealed an inn bedchamber. But which inn? she wondered blearily. She seemed to have been in so many since she started her travels. Then memory came flooding back. Of course, she was in the bedchamber in the White Bear in Piccadilly, and shortly to set out on the road to Portsmouth. Miss Pym had no business to take her to Portsmouth, no relative, only a desire to travel, and, above all, to look upon the sea for the first time. She had already made two exciting journeys, one to Bath and one to Exeter, and what adventures she had had. Her life spent as a servant in the household of Mr. Clarence seemed far away, and yet only a short time ago she had been a housekeeper at Thornton Hall in Kensington, looking forward to a bleak life of servitude. Then Mr. Clarence had died and left her a legacy. Hannah Pym's thoughts turned to her late employer's brother, Sir George Clarence. Sir George, who had shown her such friendship, and who had promised to take her to the opera when she returned from Portsmouth. Sir George, with his fine profile, blue eyes, and silver hair. She rose from her bed and drew off a pair of white cotton gloves, for she slept with her hands covered in goose grease and lemon juice, in an attempt to soften and whiten them. Although they were well-shaped, they were still a trifle red and coarse. She was a thin, spare woman in her forties, with square shoulders and slender hands and feet. She had thick, sandy hair and odd-coloured eyes, like opals, which changed colour according to her mood. Her face was sallow, her mouth long and humorous, and her nose crooked. Her crooked nose and her sandy hair were the bane of her life. Had Sir George not seen her sandy hair, she would have dyed it brown or some other fashionable colour. She gave a characteristic pull at her nose, fell to her knees, and prayed to God to send her humility, so that she might not long to wake up one morning and find her hair brown.